0: is the nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VCN, the Sports Betty Network.
4: Live from the circus sportsbook. That gentleman right there is a Super Bowl champion. His name is Sean King. I am Tim Murray. We've got Monday Night Football on right now. And it is something. <laughs> <laughs> it's a game on television. Just, and uh, we will watch it. But uh painful. Yeah. Uh, I would have I would have felt a lot better if the thought in my head prior to this game. <laughs> it's funny. We had uh prior to the show. Uh, as it's 14-3 to three right now, early in the third quarter. Uh, as you see right there on the screen, the live lines at DraftKings, it's actually bumped up a little bit in the money line. As I stare at it right now, Bears plus 1,200, Pittsburgh minus 3,200. Uh, but you and I and our producer Aaron Oster all had the same train of thought.
2: Like, eh, I don't really want to bet it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So I actually told you guys some Pittsburgh's going to probably win their fourth did, game in a you row. You did say they're going to make the playoffs. They're going to make week. the playoffs. So yep. I'm going to chain I'm going to save that one excruciating experience <laughs> that's watching the Pittsburgh Steelers for their lone playoff game.
4: <laughs> um it is uh it's not pretty, but uh, they're getting the job done and I should have looked at that total and said it's pretty low and it's low for a reason, you know? Sometimes when you see college football totals that are incredibly high for reason? Probably should take the over. IE Wake Forest North Carolina. Take the over. Well, when it's 40 in the NFL, yeah, maybe take the under in this one because it has been ugly. It is 14 to 3. Justin Fields 5 of 12. 63 yards, has been sacked twice, one interception. Uh, he's run the ball a couple of times. Ben Roethlisberger, he has uh, a whopping three more yards through the air, Sean, than Justin Fields. I'm just telling Like this is
2: like the difficulty <laughs> level that it takes to be this bad on offense on both sides. It's pretty impressive. Like, this is almost impossible. <laughs> like, I could take IMG Academy and go play one of these teams, and we'd look more creative on offense than what I was seeing tonight. This is a a setback for the NFL.
4: Yeah. um, And, you know, we have been so spoiled for the most part this year with primetime games being just, even, you know, that primetime Thursday game way back in what was that week two or three, Washington and the Giants. It was ugly football, but it was entertaining. Yeah. And, you know, it's like in training day when I can't say the exact uh, quote when he talks about the newspaper. Right. But it entertains him. Eh, It's football. We will watch because it does ultimately entertain us, but... Hey,
2: I know a lot of Steeler fans, by the way, probably the most passionate oh, yeah. fan base. They're everywhere. Outside of Cowboys. Cowboys-Pittsburgh, to me, are the top two Oof. as far as, like, wide yeah. from a location Across standpoint, the country, yeah. yeah. They bring um, their
4: yellow hankies everywhere. Even
2: they were like, ah, I'll probably just look at the score. <laughs> it's tough to watch this group, man.
4: But I tell you, I mean, you, you hit the nail on the head last week because you are... A Mike Tomlin believer, as am I. I mean, who wouldn't be? Uh, and you said you believe this team, whoo, big play! Uh, there you go, a little excitement. Did he complete the catch, though? That's the question. Uh, looks like a big completed pass, uh, for, for the Bears.
2: And just that was a glimpse of the arm talent, yeah, that Justin Fields has. I'm just telling you, surprising Matt Nagy if you haven't actually let him throw the ball down the field, might see more of that.
4: Yeah, that'll be uh, that'll be one that will be uh, looked at, but a big play. From the Bears to actually get it going. I don't know. The rules of completed catches, Sean. Yeah, it, I,
2: they, I felt like he took two steps. I'm not sure. But he sure. was kind of rotating the ball. Yeah, who knows? Who,
4: it's no. the Bears, so it'll probably be incomplete. Um, And that would be a, a big help if anyone went for over on Justin Fields props today. What was it, 140? 187 and close. a half. That was
2: close. Yeah. Uh, he was at 72, so that will be about 50. 60 more yards? Yeah, you're good if you took the under.
4: Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll see if this uh, this pass is completed. But, uh, but I just want to go back to Pittsburgh because you look at the AFC North after yesterday, and we'll dive a little bit more into, you know, trustworthy teams this year uh, because it just – these past couple of weeks, Sean, where, you know, you think back two weeks ago, the Bengals lose to the Jets. And then this weekend, the Bengals get smashed by the Browns. And I think the Bengals are an exciting young team. But maybe we jumped the gun a little bit too early just, on them.
2: Yeah, I kind of feel the same way about the Chargers and the Bengals. Yeah. I think they have good young nucleus. I think uh, next year, the year after, they'll be serious contenders. But they're not mentally as tough. And they're not as championship-experienced as the teams they're competing with. I mean, you're talking about some tried and true competition when you look at both of these teams. Chiefs, you know, being the, the team in that division, even though I don't think they're that good. I mean, it looks like they're going to find a way In to, the conference. Yeah, mean? yeah, in the conference. Yeah, and, and then with uh, Cincy, I mean, you're looking at Pittsburgh and Baltimore. Say what you want. Pittsburgh and Baltimore are built to win tight games, win ugly games, make the playoffs. And the Browns – one or two playoffs. And,
4: and I will say this, and I want you to kind of say what you said off air – uh, about defensively, what this Browns team is because it wasn't that long ago that they spent what the fourth overall it was the fourth
2: pick? pick. I had to go look it up because uh, I remember Denzel was a first rounder, but I had forgotten that he was a top five selection. And, and what piqued my interest was, I mean, he was locking Jamar Chase down. Now he's a rookie, but I mean, Denzel kind of almost has the Deion Sanders effect when he's healthy. He just got back, mm-hmm. you know, from missing a couple games. I mean, it changes the kind of coverages they can play because he can, like, eliminate the other team's best receiver. And with Miles Garrett and that group up front, you know, Cleveland was able to play the type of football that Stefanski wants to play. And that's be great on defense, be committed to a tough physical run game, and Baker, just don't screw this up. All we want you to do is somewhere between 20 and 25 attempts, just hit one or two big plays off play action that are open, and try not to turn the football over. And that's what happened in that game. So if they can duplicate that formula, then they're going to be a very tough out for anyone.
4: Yeah, and you look at the the playoff standings right now, and this is just how uh, stacked up the AFC is because here's the playoff picture as it stands right now. The Bengals were the number one seed two weeks ago. Yep. And now they are the 10th seed. So that just goes to show you the... Uh, how much this is always changing. I mean, the Patriots are a half game back of the Bills right now.
2: Patriots, what, we're on four in a row?
4: Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean, three or four in a row. They won yesterday uh, over the Panthers, 24 to 6.
2: I told no lies when I said Mac Jones is by far the best quarterback in this class. Now what look did how you I think? Out. Did
4: you see the, uh, the play that
2: Brian Burns hey, is calling I my out? quarterback a little feisty. A yeah. Twist of the ankle. I'm not gonna give any sympathy to those D linemen. I mean, they don't <laughs> apologize to the quarterback when they get off you and your knee in your chin and you know, come on. If they run by and they twist the helmet on the quarterback, they don't be like, My bad, I made a mistake. Come on, stop your whining, Brian. If you wanna get upset with somebody, look on look inside your own locker room.
4: By the way, the uh the call, the pass was upheld. Uh so it was a completed pass, and now the Browns or excuse me, the Bears Uh, are standing at the one-yard line after a uh, three-yard run from David Montgomery.
2: Glad to see him back. Yeah, I was just about to say the same thing.
4: Good that David Montgomery is back. So now that Justin Fields over is looking a little bit better because that Marquise Goodwin uh, reception was 50 yards. So he's sitting at 140 yards on the night, eight for 15. And uh, the Bears showing some life right now. Remember, they went off as uh, seven-point underdogs in this game with a total of 40. And the Steelers just you know, they just like to uh, win 14 to 10 games. So, uh, and now a touchdown Is that Cole Komet? Uh, no Jimmy Graham, well, we got a flag though uh, in the backfield. So um, just, I, I am curious uh, just to go back as we keep an eye on, on Monday night football here to go back to the Browns real quickly, mm-hmm. because you have been one that has been critical. And I think rightfully so uh, of Baker Mayfield what did you make of his game yesterday? Because there was a lot of discussion today about how much more efficient he looked without Odell Beckham. Was that a
2: is had that an unfair to criticism it. Yeah, it to Odell to, Beckham? It had nothing to do with it. You know, Baker's fine as long as Cleveland's playing with the lead. Yeah. They're running the ball. They're playing great defense, which is exactly what happened. You know, since he took that first drive, drove all the way down the field, then Denzel Ward picked, picked six. Yep. You know, and it was, they were playing catch up, you know, from that point on. I mean, people are acting like Baker had this amazing game. Was he 14 or 21? 14 to 21. Yeah, for what, 207 or something?
4: 218, yeah. Yeah,
2: like, I mean, he, and takeaway, I think I went to the 218 was the, the deep ball to Peoples Jones. You know, so he just had a very efficient game with the lead. The issue with Baker is, and he, none of it was applicable for the Bengals game. He mm-hmm. played exactly how I think Baker should play. Didn't turn the ball over. Didn't take a lot of risks. They ran the ball effectively. They won. The problem becomes, okay, if you fall behind and you have to rely on Baker, I don't think he's consistently capable of doing that. And he turns the football over in clutch moments a lot. So those are two things that we don't know if he's improved upon. We'll find out when he moves forward. But – I don't think losing good players is ever like a good thing. And I guess they have the, pushed the Bears back. So yeah, the was
4: touchdown they... was uh, was called back. There was a penalty. So now uh, on a third and third and goal, they went with, uh, was that a screen pass to Montgomery? Yeah, screen pass to Montgomery for 11 yards. So now the field goal unit will come in. It was a, uh, I'm looking at it right now. It looked like a chop block 15-yard penalty. So it brings it back Field scrambled for one, and then the uh, 11-yard screen pass to Justin Fields. And that was
2: definitely a late hit on Justin Fields. I mean, after the late hits I saw called last night on the Rams. Oh, my gosh. I mean, come on. Everything should be a late hit now.
4: Uh, Santos buries a 22-yard field goal. Where did and Carlos it is Santos now, go
2: to college? 14. Was the uh, USF? Too
4: late. Oh, yeah. 14-6 yeah. is the score. We sit at 743 to go. That's Sean. I'm Tim. It's a Monday. Come on back right here on the Nightcap. Welcome back in to the Nightcap, this segment being brought to you by Zinn Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray, no more spit cups, and no more batteries to charge or leaky equipment to deal with. Zinn Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and available in 10 varieties like spearmint, wintergreen, citrus, and many more. And for your convenience, each variety comes in two strengths so you can easily find the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zinn, America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zinn. So head over to Zinn.com slash find to locate a store near you. That's ZYN.com slash find. Warning, this product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. It is an ICAP here on VEASAN. Cairo Santos, pride of Tulane. Yes. Bearing a field goal and getting the Bears closer to striking distance. But just like that, Big Ben unleashing a... 42-yard pass to James Washington, and now the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, facing a third and one inside the 25-yard line of the Chicago Bears. Um, it was uh, it was carnage once again in the Survivor pools, it was. and uh, let's give a tip of the cap to the first ever Nightcap Survivor champion. <laughs> Big Balls, a.k.a. Wilbo, getting it done, going with the Dolphins, <laughs> and I rolled with the Cowboys because at entering yesterday or entering the weekend, I knew that the Cowboys, knowing that we were playing by Circa Survivor rules, you needed to keep them maybe for Thanksgiving. Well, I said only Wilbo's left. I just need to survive in advance here. They get smashed by the Broncos as ten-point home favorites. Smashed. So I'm out. Wilbo wins, and now we got to figure out what kind of trophy. He no, needs.
2: he's not getting anything. Well, he, no, you got to agree on that stuff before the first. Thing. No, we got to get him. No, and I wasn't well, able to be here. Derek's bear
4: wife is weighing in now. She's saying that we need Shout to get him to a Nicole. trophy. Yeah, Nicole. Weighing in, I love and the more people, the merrier to weigh in. Me
2: and Banksy, we've we've drawn a line in the sand, and we are ten toes down on the other side. Is there no, no? We're not going to do this revisionist rewarding. No. Well, we're just doing it for pride. You got to get the guy well, something. Well, then we need to be better organized prior to starting it. Well, that's not really you our tempo. You need our to ammo. know what's we, on the line. Oh,
4: because I, I might have wanted to get in. Hold on, Banksy is the one now saying, I'm he's. Uh, we're not allowed because he lost. He was the one who came up with after the fact I had to wear a tuxedo on this show.
2: Well, I I get why he's mad. He had all Dolphins selections and they lost. Yeah. And then Wilbo took all Dolphins selections and they won. And they won. I can see how he's upset with that. Yeah.
4: So, we got to figure something out
2: whether it be like he's a, not getting the a
4: little trophy.
2: I'm not participating in anything. Well, you
4: weren't part of the
2: competition, so right. I'm not asking you to But be I be part need of it. to be a part of the competition, so.
4: Well, that was because you if people remember back, you know,
2: by uh, the way, do we have any updated numbers? I don't want to hear you talk about me getting knocked out of Survivor. Do we have any updated numbers for uh, how many uh, people are left <laughs> going into the night? Yeah,
4: Pull it, pull it back up there. We have the uh, circus Survivor. So uh, the bills were lost. 249 entrants there. Ooh. Saints out 122. Cowboys were 111. Rams 11. Raiders 5. 49ers and Bengals, two and one, respectively. 151 folks have the do have the Steelers. And the uh, if you're not watching with us on VEASAN.com or on... Man, uh,
2: people get so lucky. Like, how did the Ravens win? Yeah. down. Well,
4: you know how they win? <laughs> Mike Zimmer. That's how they win.
2: Yeah, how did the Raiders win? So they're pulling for the Steelers tonight. One... 51. So
4: 488 entrants were eliminated know, yesterday. What do we have, about
2: 1,500 going into it. Uh,
4: yeah, I think that's about right. So it's it's dwindling down.
2: My uh, homeboy has. I do have a buddy that's still alive. He has one one know, left. Uh, yeah, uh, he has Steelers tonight. Okay, so I'm pulling for my guy. Good
4: good start for him. Hopefully it, it pulls through. But you know, with that being said, up until last week, it really had been pretty chalky in Survivor. And we had seen the books get beat up a decent amount because a lot of these teasers and money line parlays were all coming home. Because we hadn't seen prior to the Bengals losing to the Jets, we hadn't seen a team that was a seven and a half point favorite or higher lose outright. Now that all changed. We saw the Bengals lose two weeks ago, the Buffalo Bills, who went off as 16 point favorites. Didn't score a touchdown, Sean. Tragic. That game was horrifying. The Cowboys weren't even competitive. They got splattered by the Denver Broncos. And then the Rams last night get beat up pretty good with a Derrick henry list Tennessee Titans team. It was a bizarre,
2: bizarre week. And I think, the- and if you want to take it farther, they were smaller dogs. Falcons beat the Saints. Giants beat the Raiders. Yeah, I mean, it was underdogs winning outright all across the league.
4: It, yesterday was. I mean, yesterday was just strange. It was, and it just kind of goes. I don't know if it's just one of those weeks because the NFL is, uh, it's a week to week league. You know, you just don't. You think you know, and then you have. Buffalo no laid an
2: egg. I don't know. That was
4: they were. I mean, I, I watched that entire game. Yeah. So I went to a wedding this weekend. The bride is a massive Bills fan, and we're sitting there. We've got a couple TVs set up at their house after the wedding, and she.
2: You sure she married the right guy? Yeah, and I mean, I go to second guessing my partner if the Bills lose at the Jags on our wedding weekend. <laughs> I mean, that might be a sign. <laughs> You to text her. <laughs> How long before you are gonna <laughs> null it legally? <laughs> uh, Jeez, uh, I need
4: I, clip, I need to clip that one off. I need to, I need to send it to them. <laughs> oh man, uh, I don't, I don't want to put that out into the ether, but man, yeah, it's a good
2: it's a good point. You and bring Trevor up. Lawrence got hurt. I mean, he came back, but I mean, the Jags were scrambling.
4: I mean, we saw Josh Allen on Josh Allen Payne all day. How about that? Um nine to six final. Um, you know ugly game. Cincinnati loses again, but they were you they know they got wood They
2: didn't just lose.
4: Yeah, I, I actually like the uh the Bengals touchdown. Uh Pat Fryermuth, and I think that's a, a win for their our, our producer, Aaron Oster, up oh, flag. So we'll see if this one's gonna stand.
2: How about uh how about Arizona? Oh, I, I told you that was gonna happen. Remember I said Colt McCoy will be fine. I mean, they keep yeah.
4: their behind. Yeah,
2: I knew that was going to happen. I told you that's not the San Francisco 49ers. No, you're they right. Beat. That's the Bay Area 49ers. <laughs> like, I'm just telling you, the I 22 mean, but, that was... but I'm not giving Cal Shanahan a pass either. Be very interested, John Lynch and what he decides to do this offseason. season. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, in the last 13 games at home, Cal Shanahan has won in 12. It is
4: – It is it. I am, I am a, a Shanahan believer, but it's why. hard it's hard
2: to continue to be. Here's as, what's interesting, and, and you have to take into
4: account. By the way, the touchdown uh, stands, Stud, yeah. and uh, Fryermuth first score. His second touchdown of the game, extra point, no good. It looked like it got tipped. 20-6 is now where we stand with 2.08 to go. Man, what's
2: the total, 39 or
4: 40? Uh, closed at
2: 40. Yeah. That's probably enough.
4: But Fryer-Muth, uh the second touchdown uh, of the game. He has become a very popular target of Big Ben. Tomlin's fired up right now on the sideline.
2: Because, I mean, think about the coaching job he's doing. He's doing a tremendous job. Yeah, it's not like Pittsburgh's loaded with elite. I don't even know if anybody on Pittsburgh is going to make the Pro Bowl.
4: <laughs> well, on TJ, defense. Uh, TJ Watts. Yeah, t- defense
2: Bowl. maybe. But TJ's I,
4: got two sacks again.
2: Offensively, I mean, I, mean I don't beast. know if they got a Pro Bowler over there this year. Probably not. Um. So, anyway, uh, what's your take on the Rams? Because, you know, I actually tweeted out, I said, uh, I thought the Rams traded Jared Goff because I've, you know, I've been hesitant in the preseason when everybody was Stafford's a great fit. And what did I say? I was like, yeah, you know, it's a reason Detroit never, like, you know, Mike Tomlin said, never say never, never you know, was the playoff team during his entire tenure. Like, you should get lucky one year.
4: Right. Well, they made the playoffs. He just never – w- We never won, won a, won game, one game. a yeah, They yeah,
2: won went yeah. once, I think. And I don't know if they were once. I would have looked that up. But you've got to tell me the team.
4: Well, the the bizarre thing about last night, and I'm not taking anything away, the Titans won that game. Uh, they got those turnovers. Stafford was awful. They had under 200 yards of offense in that
2: yeah, game. Yeah, Stafford was
4: awful. He was. Yeah, he was awful. He was really bad. Like, I wish the I had – The Rams are still 7-2, and two, though. So, I mean – And I saw Warren Sapp getting back after you on that one, too. No, he was agreeing with me. I know he was. That's what I'm saying. You you two were in cahoots on that one. Yeah. Agreeing.
2: I mean, dude, I just wish I had ever had that kind of leverage where I could throw the kind of picks that Matthew Stafford (laughs) and Carson Wentz throw and not get benched. (laughs) Just, I'm envious. I guess that's what it is. I mean. I I would love to be able to 360 in my own end zone and for no reason just throw the ball to the other team and still trot back out the next series. (laughs) (laughs)
4: I mean, Matthew Stafford is number one in the league in QBR. Just saying. Just just saying. I don't know who who to trust. It's the nightcap. Mike Sando coming up next.
0: This is the nightcap on v Send the sports betting network.
4: VEASAN midseason Football Special is here for only 99 bucks. You get everything VEASAN has to offer from now to the end of the NFL playoffs. Daily best bet emails, 24-7 video streaming, betting splits for every sport, point spread weekly, plus in-depth data and analysis on VEASAN.com and the upcoming College Hoops betting guide. This is a great deal and only 99 bucks for the rest of the football season. Sign up now. Head over to slash. Subscribe alongside Super Bowl champ Sean King. I am Tim Murray, and let's talk a little more in depth on the NFL. Bring in Mike Sando from the Athletic. Actually, before we bring in Mike, just a quick update. It is 20 to 6 in Pittsburgh right now with the live line uh in favor of the Steelers at minus 13 and a half. That at DraftKings over under 37 and a half. Pre-flop total was 40. All right, now let's bring in Mike Sando from the uh from the athletic and mike you know we were just having a conversation um and just going over the weekend and you look at buffalo goes down really ugly loss losing 9 to 6 as 16 point favorites the cowboys lose the rams lose to the the derek henryless titans and it seems like a simple question but i just don't know the answer and i'm not, i'm not trying to overreact too much but who do we trust what do we know about <laughs> The best teams in the league right now, uh, currently.
5: Yeah. yeah, we don't know. We really don't know. Uh, Jim Moore used to say that. Remember, you think you know, but you don't know. That was one of his great rants back when he was the coach of the Saints. But um, I thought Buffalo was what you could trust because they were so good on defense most of the season. They weren't great on offense, but we knew they were good, good quarterback, good weapons. Um, and they go and lose to the Jaguars, who have just been horrific. So. I don't know what you can believe. I, I think in the end, I, I guess in the AFC, what we're learning is, I mean, maybe maybe there's just time for Kansas City to figure it out. Maybe in the end, it'll be like we thought it was in the beginning
1: <laughs> somehow,
5: right? Because <laughs> it's really gone off script. and. From week to week, it's hard—really hard—to tell. Bears have scored a touchdown, yeah, by the way, so maybe that game will get closer.
4: Looking like, uh, looking like we might have a, a total here uh, to keep an eye on. We thought this one was a dead under. Hey, maybe it worked out, Sean, that I didn't bet the under in this one. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, Darnell Mooney touchdown run uh, there for the Bears. Extra point uh, pending here for the Bears. Twenty to twelve. Uh, let, let's stick with this division with the Steelers because the Bengals. Uh, Mike, speaking of. You think you know and you don't know. I mean, the Bengals two yeah. weeks ago, they were the number one seed in the AFC. They just thumped the Ravens. So now we're all kind of, I don't want to say bowing at the altar, but we're, we're, we're buying in. We're excited. Oh, Burrow yeah. and Chase. Now they've lost back-to-back games. They get thumped by the Browns. And that division, the AFC North, is kind of wide open. Um, you know, who should... What about the Browns? You know, Odell's gone. They play well defensively. They kind of keep it close to the vest, and they win, you know, going away. So in the AFC North, who do you like in that division?
5: Yeah, it's it's probably Cleveland. I mean, I I didn't like what was going on with the Odell situation. Like, the quarterback just seemed like he wasn't going to throw on the ball. I don't know what's going on behind the scenes. Maybe this alleviates it. That's That's a source of frustration, really, watching them, because I think Odell should be a Contributing part of the team, right? I mean, you should be better with him, uh, even if he's not a true number one or elite anymore. He should still be part of it. But but maybe this does just end a storyline that's been negative for them. I think they're they're a good team. Baltimore is interesting because they just sort of hang around, and I think they have fallen off on defense and had some inconsistencies. But they're just a team to watch because I think they're really well coached. I think. They'll uh, develop some of their younger players as the year goes along, and they're kind of just quietly sort of throwing the ball a little bit more with their quarterback. And you know what I mean? Just kind of maybe they're gonna, maybe they can grow so that by the end of the year, they're a little bit better than what they've been in the past. And in, in the AFC this year, if Kansas City's not automatic, you know maybe that's enough for a team like Baltimore that we're not really talking about to to get a couple of playoff wins and maybe go further. You know.
2: You know, the great thing about Cleveland is we'll find out mm-hmm. or get a litmus test because two of their next three games are at New England and at Baltimore. So the schedule does get tougher. You know, their success, You beat the Broncos at home, maybe the Bengals team that I think is probably a year or two away from the experience. If you switch over to the NFC side, Mike, the top looks really like a who's who. Like it looks like a whole bunch of yeah. heavyweight <laughs> title contenders that, that all have one knockout. Yeah punch power as this thing starts to get deeper into the season how do you rank the top of the noc currently
5: well i mean uh, we know who those teams are i think arizona just keeps proving me wrong arizona is sort of like a Quarterback to drafted in the fourth round, and you just won't change your evaluation until like his third year in the league. You know what I mean? Like he plays good, <laughs> and you just can't admit that he's good until he <laughs> proves it uh, a hundred times. I just feel like, man, they won. They they won without their quarterback on the road, without DeAndre Hopkins. So they've shown me with winning at Cleveland too, uh, and then we had the Rams. You know, shoot, they they beat the Rams handily too, by the way. So. Um, I think you got to really like where they're at. Uh, I thought Tampa going into the year. I mean, that, that's probably still the team for me. Um, yeah, in, in the NFC. I think what's really interesting about the NFC, though, is we know those teams at the top are good, but what about the sixth and seventh teams? You know, right now it's New Orleans and Atlanta, but I mean, uh, You know, <laughs> Russell Wilson's coming back. Does he get him going a little bit? Seattle. The Russell Wilson plays at that Green Bay, and they play Arizona, so they could lose you know, shoot, they could be three and seven, you know, then it might be done. You may not have enough time left. So I think that's the compelling team on the NFC side that is not one of the top five teams, right? They're, Seattle's 10th right now. They're three and five, but okay, Russell Wilson, right? Coming back, I mean, you know, I mean, he's a top quarterback. Can they get it going? I think they're the team that's interesting.
2: You know, it's it's interesting when I look at this Arizona team, and I'm pretty high on them, but when you peel back, the layers just a little bit, Mike, who have they really beaten? Well, Rams, you, you look yeah. at and, – and this is – if you think the Rams are a really good football team, then, you know, you count that win. But based on what we've seen, especially last night, I mean, I, I think the jury's still out on this Rams team. Yeah. I really do. Yeah.
5: Yeah. Well, I I agree, too, because if you look at some of who they played or whatever, you know, now they did beat Tampa Bay. But I think you can play that game with a lot of teams. Like, to me, Arizona won at Cleveland. I mean, 37-14 to 14 without their head coach, their offensive play caller. You know, they didn't have, I don't think, their starting center. They didn't have their top pass rusher. Those types of games um, are impressive to me. You know, and they were probably going to beat Green Bay if their quarterback didn't roll his ankle. Now, that is the problem I have with them is, that was what we all wondered coming into the year. Could Kyler Murray do it for the whole season? And guess what? He, he hasn't. So I think their concern is still their concern with him and just the, the you know, can it hold up over the second half of the season? They've still got to play Seattle twice. They've got to play Dallas. You know, they've got the Rams in there again. Um, so we'll see. But I think they're going to have a great record. I think it'll be tough, probably win that division. Um, and then we'll just, we'll just see in the end if they can you know, prove it against the Tampa Bay type team, I, I think you probably just got to lean with Tampa, right? I mean, they won the Super Bowl. We know it's Brady. They got everybody back. and Yeah, once so, they get healthy, right I, I
2: think Tampa will start to separate themselves. I mean, they've been, yeah. you know, really piecing it together. You know, we all see the teams that are at the top of both divisions, but there are some teams with championship caliber organizations that are starting to – Put some some really good performances together. New England being one of them, Pittsburgh being another. Who in your mind is kind of that dark horse team that people have maybe forgotten about, or that no one's talking about? That's going to start making some noise here. And
5: that's a great question. Um, as I look down at these teams, you know, I I don't know that. Indy can do it because they really haven't risen to the big occasion, and I get nervous with Carson Wentz and those when they're playing the really good teams. But I thought they were a team before the season that checked some of the boxes just fundamentally. Um, and as they're healthier, maybe they can kind of sneak up there a little bit um, closer to it. I think in, in the NFC, I mean, we really did we really did just talk about Seattle. I mean, I don't see one of those other teams down there yeah. towards the bottom. I mean, who who could you put your faith in? You know, I just don't see it from either a quarterback standpoint or organizational standpoint other than Seattle. Yeah, I mean,
4: you look at Minnesota, too. I mean, how many double-digit leads are they going to blow? It's it's unbelievable.
5: Yeah. I mean. Yeah, it, yeah. I didn't like them coming into the year. I feel like they're sort of a team. San Francisco's this way a little bit, too where, but especially them, uh, and Denver was like this, where you're you're not really sure what you are. Like, you have this coach who's been there a long time, and so the pressure's on to have a good team this year, but they're probably in a little bit of a retooling mode, you know? They're not really contending. They're not really rebuilding. They're just sort of stuck in the middle of me.
4: You can follow Mike on Twitter, at Sando NFL does fine work for The Athletic, covering the league for many, many years. Mike, as always, appreciate the insight. Thank you. There he is, Mike Sando. Uh, check him out. Covering the NFL for the Athletic. A long 54-yard field goal. Guy can't make an extra point. Then he nails a 54-yard field Kickers. goal. 23-13 <laughs> <to> now. <laughs> if you played the under. Nervous. Now you're sweating a little bit. Things are getting interesting in Pittsburgh. It's the nightcap. That's Sean. I'm Tim right here on V-C.
0: This is the Nightcap on V-Send, v the Sports Betting Network.
4: Indeed helps find great hires fast. Indeed is your all-in-one platform for interviewing, screening, and hiring high-quality people. Visit Indeed.com slash credits. It is the nightcap here on Vison twenty-three to thirteen. Steelers leading the Bears, and the Steelers have gotten the ball back after I believe it was Jakeem Grant on the a ensuing fumble. kickoff fumbled. The kicker actually recovered it, and uh, the Steelers just converted a fourth down with a look like an what an end around there to chase Claypool just just eking past the uh, the first down marker. So uh, it'll be first and ten for the Steelers at the 31 yard line and uh, once again that total of 40 looked good and now you're getting a little little worried. Uh 23 to 13 with the Steelers threatening at the 31 yard line. Um you know Sean from time to time we like to give uh shout outs to our our growing Vesen family. Yes. Uh, we've got some great affiliates out there talked about Altitude 950. In Denver. Uh, we've talked about uh, a host of uh, Jacksonville, yeah, 1010XL uh, down in Jacksonville, and uh, one that's always been steady here on VEASAN, and Ryan Hyatt uh, down there in Lubbock always uh, gives us a shout-out, which is much appreciated. Talk 103.9 in Lubbock, yeah. and uh, Texas Tech, we know it's not been the, the tough, greatest of times with Matt Wells being ousted a couple weeks ago, but have made a decision, and and this is one that you've got some insight on. Yeah,
2: I do, and uh, I like the hashtag, West Texas is the best Texas. I like that. (laughs) By the way, shout out to some of my cigar fishing auto buddies that are down in Dallas-Fort Worth area enjoying the week. Uh, But it was very interesting when I saw the name Joey McGuire Mm -hmm. as new head coach at Texas Tech. People in Texas, of course, know he was the head guy at Cedar Hill. they won multiple state championships. He went to Baylor. Yep. Um, I think it was initially with Art and his staff, or maybe it wasn't, but uh, maybe it was when I think uh, it, was
4: with, uh, Matt Ruhle.
2: Matt Ruhle, it was with Matt Rule. Matt Rule. It's with Matt Rule. My bad. And then he stayed mm-hmm. when uh, uh, Aranda. Aranda came, Aranda. came yeah, from Aranda. LSU. Yeah. Um, and this was interesting because it's sort of like okay, UTSA hired a former. Big time high school yep. football coach and Jeff Trailer, who was at Gilmer mm-hmm. for a lot of years, went to University of Texas under Charlie Strong. Then when UTSA came up, he came, he was connected, he had all the relationships that you need in that state to be great at recruiting, and they've been unbelievably successful this yeah, year. I still mean, undefeated, meet me. I'm um, actually remember what I said when the first college football playoff poll hey. came out. I said the to me the biggest travesty was that UTSA wasn't right. Yeah. Because I think Trailer and his staff are doing a phenomenal job. So, it'll be interesting. Joey McGuire's going to get his opportunity at a Power 5, you know, to go and kind of, you know, reinvent, you know, that magic that they really haven't had since Mike Leach was there. So, sure. you know, it'll be interesting. Can he out-recruit some of the, the, the heavyweights? Because, you know, Texas Tech, you kind of – I almost think you'd rather be at Houston UTSA and the kids you're going to recruit that goes there as opposed to being – Texas Tech trying to go against Oklahoma, Texas, those kind of schools. But if anybody can do it, I'm sure that Joey can. I've heard great things about him. So uh, wishing them all the best. And again, thanks everybody. Yeah. At Talk 103.9 in Lubbock for listening to the Nightcap.
4: Yes, sir. Uh, also, we got another tweet from Ryan G. He said, enjoy watching the show every night. Hope to see hear some cigar bet references this week. Well. Well, thank you, Ryan. I appreciate you. (laughs) What'd you text one of your homeboys? Hey, no, (laughs) uh, this was unsolicited, but uh, I'm scratching a claw on my way back. He is. What
2: am I, up one now? You're only up one. We had two cigar bets this weekend. I really only should get charged a half a cigar for... uh... For the Wake Forest loss. I mean, come on, man. Wake Forest, what are you doing? I came on this show. I talk about Sam Hartman, how he's going to win ACC Player of the Year. And, I mean, he comes out and backs me up for two and a half quarters. And then it was like <laughs> somebody, like, yelled from the stands, yo, Sam, you know you guys are supposed to lose. And, like, he looked in the stands and said, okay. And he starts throwing the ball to the Tar Heels. Like, it's unexplainable. Wake Forest is up 45-27. I really think that's a bad beat. I should only lose, like, half a cigar bet on this one. (laughs) Like, if you're a nice guy and you want to do the right thing, I should only lose a half a cigar.
4: No. Of course. No. No way under God's green earth is that going to happen. 58 to 55. That's right. I wrote about this on on VEASAN.com. You got so lucky. It was one of my –
2: Because your opinion was so wrong. It just ended up being right. My. (laughs) <laughs> I told you that
4: Wake Forest had not faced a quarterback of the caliber of Sam Howell and that he was going to run on them, which he did over 100 yards, and that Wake Forest's offense or defense is awful, and Ty Chandler ran for 213 yards at four touchdowns. And I also said in on the show, and am I right about Beeson.com that the Demon Deacon defense, while terrible, was plus 10 in the turnover margin? Things tend to get back to their
2: regressive. a little why bit. That's not they lost, though. And they yeah, turned the ball over? Yeah, that's not really. They lost picks? because Sam Hartman had a bad fourth quarter. I mean, awful. Awful.
4: Now, the game doesn't end after three quarters, right? It ends after... Oh, you
2: have to play all four. Okay, I just yeah.
4: I just want to double check. I'm not making excuses. I'm just... Big win for UNC. Just saying. Uh, by the Jeez. way, short week for UNC.
2: I'm, I'm fading them. They rush the field. Yeah, I'm you know fading that's going to be on the list on Wednesday. Yeah. Well, anytime North Carolina starts rushing the field for beating Wake Forest, I'm fading them next week.
4: <laughs> they got Pittsburgh this week. They're getting six and a half. I am definitely going to be on yeah. the yeah. Panthers. By Come the way, on. the look-ahead... Or the potential trap uh, letdown spots. Uh those teams went
2: one in six this week. I know who I do like this week. I'm back on Sparty Big. I <laughs> actually don't disagree. Yeah, I'm on Sparty Big. Um well
4: I you know, that was a cigar bet. Can we take a look at uh the bank rolls? Um yeah. what cause Sean, you you kinda went all in not only hey, no, with, not with the cigar
2: bet. I did. Ooh. Ee. Yeah. Forty-five, twenty-seven, Lake Third. Just like I said. Forty-five, twenty-seven, Lake Third, and Wake Forest sold a whole hundred and fifty acres for a dollar fifty.
4: Just like Al Pacino in any given Sunday. You know what I'm doing? I'm scratching and clawing with my fingernails. I
2: might still be up. You are still up. Yeah. I mean, come but on. I'm coming
4: back, baby. Yeah. Coming back. I just, I just want to remind people, yeah, yeah, on yeah. Thursday, when I put up my plays, Sean said, Arizona State might be your only correct play. And then we started off with a big win. Boston
2: College, the Red Bandana game, Phil Jurkovic returns. You didn't tell me all about the Red Bandana and what it meant, and I didn't know all that. I had to find it out watching the game. That's, I blame you that, and Aaron that, for that. That seems like a you problem. You guys got to keep me up on pop culture. <laughs> pop culture? Yeah. I
4: said in my rationale for playing Boston College, I said twofold. I said there are rumors that Phil Dracovic might be back. Right. I was right. He didn't do it, anything. And that it was the red
2: bandana Yeah, but game. you didn't expound on what that meant. So like. that seems like
4: it's a you problem. Yeah. Uh, Wells uh, Crother uh one of the heroes of 9/11 uh, went to Boston College. Uh, I believe he played lacrosse there, and uh, he is—he oh, no. uh, has been, uh, been fascinating. Be part of the Boston College family for for quite some time. They they once a year have the red bandana donned uh, that he was wearing uh, inside yeah. the Twin Towers. I got it
2: all now. <laughs> Well, it been just good to you. know before the kick, by the way, yeah, uh, let's give an update. The of this Steelers game. just fumbled the kickoff return and, uh, yeah. Ray, Ray McLeod punt. Yeah. It was one of my kids. And it was picked up by Chicago.
0: Uh,
4: yeah. That was
2: coming out and ran back. It's going to be reviewed. It'll be,
4: I mean, that's I think close. it will be upheld. It was, it was wiggling Yeah, that's close. And that's going to be the over.
2: Well, if that, if, if if that it stands,
4: if that stands, the over has hit in this one. Um,
2: so twenty three. Yeah, next time, nice can scene. you give me a heads up though, if like a red bandana type situation, like actually like go into detail and describe what you know. That's a about, great motivating factor. Well, I would just say, yep What are these called on your head? Well, there was a lot going on. Well, last I week. said,
4: I said it's the well. Instead of you, you know, I was prepping
2: f- for a show with a new f- host <laughs> because you were going out of town. You know, I was trying. You know, I had the Breeders Cup going, so you know. <laughs> it
4: seems like these are all excuses. For when I say it's the red bandana game, and instead of saying every game you picked is a loser except Arizona State, which great backdoor cover, by the way. Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, I use words Devils. like
2: loyalty, family, forever. Obviously, that doesn't apply to you. It's not applicable. Yeah. I,
4: I gave you a reason. You use words like short term. I gave you a reason. And you, Your you, fault. You decided not, not my to ex- ask the question. Instead of you know being smart and funny, like, oh, uh, all those picks are wrong. I'm gonna get a rules yeah. can list. We, can we show these up? Just of what it show takes up. of
2: what it takes to be a we, great friend. We missed. We want miss one more on game. Window. I just
4: want to point out another game uh, if we can get my my picks back up there. What was that? Was Liberty. It, yeah, oh, did great in oh Liberty Purdue.
2: Game. Purdue
4: first half and they Purdue cheated. full game. They Who had have, Drew Brees play. What do they have there? They have a big old drum.
5: Boom. Boom. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> Over has hit. In Chicago, in Pittsburgh, it's twenty three to twenty. Come on back! It's a nightcap here on Visa.
0: At Bed three six five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play—from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar—whether it's a walk off grand slam or a base hit to center field.